the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank you for your tolerance for <laughs> listening to me. I appreciate it very much. Uh, does it take tolerance to listen to me? Not according to my listeners out there. I love all y'all for contacting me, sending me messages at andreakshow.com, calling in. We've Thank got our Jesus. Yes, we got our live call in number 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. It's interesting what people think is like the hot topic of the day. Well, let me tell you, there is but one hot story of the day in my opinion and that of Tom DeBacaro, who is the author of The Divided Error. Uh, brilliant attorney, former head of the Republican Party in the state of California, former senatorial candidate who will be here to share why the story that I'm not seeing anywhere on any of my monitors tonight, why the story of the FBI whistleblower named last name of friend, why that is the number one story that everybody should be talking about the story of the year, if not our lifetimes. And we're going to get into that in a moment. Um, we've also got to get into some other topics with you. Um, say his name. Remember that hashtag, say his name? That hashtag was used, for I don't know how many, of uh, for I don't know how many black men that, that ended up dead in the, in, in the course of resisting arrest. But how about the name of Kaylor Ellingson? Shouldn't we be saying his name? He's an 18-year-old that was mowed down because of his political beliefs. And the person who admitted to killing him because of his politics, is out on bail tonight. Refer to him as, a, it, it, practically in the nine, in the call in which he turned himself in, he practically quoted Joe Biden's uh, satanic speech in which he described MAGA as the greatest threat to this country and terrorist. we got to talk about that. we also got to talk about the hat tip to Matt Walsh. And and what he and his investigators, what they found and documented going on at a transgender clinic at Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt in Nashville. Oh, we, Red State. Everybody moving to Tennessee, right? Wait till you hear. I'm going to share with you what Matt Walsh found in Vanderbilt. So much to get into tonight, as well as the fact that your life may go might may not may not go for naught here in the state of California. You just might be 
a friend to the future gardeners everywhere in the state of California because now you free to be compost, baby. We're going to talk about that and so much more. 888-344-1170. Got to bring in my man here. I wonder if he wants to be compost for a strawberry patch. Does he want to be compost for, I don't know, some uh, lettuce? What are we talking here? Of course, maybe he wants to be compost to some taters. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. Uh, I am not being composted for anything. No, thank you very much. Well, you know what? I think I might be in demand for some compost, and I might willing to be on put myself out on the market so that uh, those that I'm leaving behind might be left fat with some dollars. Because I'm thinking that my clean from any chemical substances for which I've chosen pure for the earth, pure for the earth, baby. uh, Those of us pure for the earth might be worth um, some bigger moolah out on the open market. All right, let's get to the uh, the number one story that everybody should be talking about if I can find it, because I might have buried it right here in my stack of news. My large stack of news, but in the middle of the large stack of news. It's oh, next to these uh, the stack of cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I just had a hankering, man, for some cheese. I'm a protein lover, as it is. Love me some cheese. Love me some jalapeno cheese and some whole wheat crackers. Didn't have a donut before the show. That will tell y'all that I'm still struggling, still under the weather. If I was craving protein, cheese, and crackers instead of a donut. Oh, also, we're going to get into the fact that um, at the same time that Iranian President Raisi or Raisi came here to the UN, the Biden administration is continuing to, to ignore uh, the what looks like a potential revolution happening in the streets of Iran. So we're going to talk to you about that because y'all know that I still pay attention to uh, Islamic terror and what's going on and how we can continue to route it out. So much to get into tonight. Um, I have been saying, as well as others, that I'm tired of hearing it's just a few at the top of the FBI, as in just three or four people, that the the weaponized FBI and DOJ from the early days of going against Trump and his people down, certainly through now, could they could not have pulled it all off. They could not have pulled off everything that they pulled off uh, in the Russian collusion hoax, the phony Ukrainian whistleblower impeachment, everything related to do with the January 6th, uh, the Fed napping plots, the, and I mean plots, right? Uh, the, uh, what looks as though uh, still unanswered the depths of which the FBI was involved in Jan 6. They couldn't have pulled all of that off with just a few at the top. And I've been sick to death for years of hearing that excuse coming from those in the conservative media, uh, formerly conservative. It's one of the reasons why I don't watch uh, one particular person. Um we now have about 20 FBI whistleblowers that have come forward. Not near enough. There's, what, 20,000 employees at the FBI. But we've got a hero of one who's not only come forward, he's produced his name, and his name is FBI Special Agent Steve Friend. And he um, can, it, it, it made allegations in a whistleblower complaint that was filed uh, late last Wednesday with the Department of Justice Inspector General. And it reveals some shocking allegations, even shocking to me. Even stuff that I didn't suspect was happening at the lower level. And by the way, this dude, when he was special agent, he's at a lower level office in Florida, in Jacksonville, Florida. This is how down to the low level ground the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ goes. Uh, he um, has accused the, uh, uh, in general, accused the FBI field office of cooking the books to exaggerate the threat 
uh, of domestic terrorism and using, quote, an overzealous January 6th investigation to harass conservative Americans and violate their constitutional rights. And this is a man. He's 37, 12-year veteran of the FBI and a SWAT team member. Uh, After his whistleblower complaint, he was suspended Monday, stripped of his gun and his badge, and escorted out of the FBI field office in Daytona Beach. Not even Fort Lauderdale, smaller, smaller office, Daytona Beach, Florida, after complaining to his supervisors about the violations. Now, let me remind you that we're supposed to be protecting these whistleblowers, right? Remember Colonel Chief, Colonel Chow Thief, Vinman? Dude, they practically gave him a Purple Heart and a Medal of Honor for his participation in the phony coup attempt called the Ukrainian phone call impeachment trial, as well as uh, Eric Chimarella. We're not supposed to even know the name of Eric Chimarella, right? Who was the intelligence community spy that was implanted in the White House to have a free and fairly elected president removed from office for a phone call he had every right to make. He says, and I quote, I have an oath to uphold the Constitution, he told his supervisors, when he asserted his conscientious objection to joining an August 24th raid on a January 6th uh, suspect in the Jacksonville, Florida area. He said, quote, I have a moral objection. I want to be considered a conscientious objector. This is August 24th going on over a year and a half after the January 6th raid. More on what what that's about and, and why he's objecting in a moment. He said he didn't vote for Trump in the 2020 election. Of course not, because uh, over almost 99% of FBI employees not only vote Democrat, but donate to Democrat campaigns. He told his immediate boss twice that he believed the raid and the investigative process leading up to it violated FBI policy uh, policy and the subject's right under the Sixth Amendment to a fair trial and Eighth Amendment right against cruel and unusual punishment. And he's absolutely right. Because um, what's going on here, as we've talked about and documented, is the way that it's cruel and unusual punishment and violating their Sixth Amendment right because they're treating these misdemeanor people as though they're hardcore felons. They're being overcharged. He says he was removed from active and, and, and then and then while he was violating FBI policy or being expected to violate FBI policies and do trumped up phony politicization attempts. And we'll get to it involving Jan six more on that in a minute. But he says that he was actually removed from active investigations into child sexual exploitation and human trafficking to work on January six cases sent down from DC, not even local cases. Now, why were cases from D.C. being sent down to him and his and his little office as well as across the country? Because this is about trying to make to make the American people think that domestic violence extremism is happening all across the country. So he's not allowed to protect children and stop crimes taking place against children so that he can be a part of a weaponization of the FBI to go after innocent Americans. He's report, he reported his concerns about a politicized FBI to Republican members of Congress. He's one of 20 uh, whistleblowers. And, uh, it, and after this, Merrick Garland has now ordered DOJ and FBI employees to not speak to Congress. Now, I'm not an expert on the FBI whistleblower um, uh, policies, but in, in, in general, federal workers are supposed to be protected as whistleblowers. But see, see they are... When they're going after a Republican, then they're protected. 
Then they're treated like heroes. I think we should say, what's his name again, Andrea? Uh, which one? Snowden? You want to talk about Snowden? You want to talk about, you know... The whistleblower at the beginning. Oh, at the beginning? Oh, that was Eric Chimarella, right? He's been protected. He's, he's, probably, he's probably living on an island somewhere, living large, man. He's probably down on Epstein Island. He probably took the Lolita Express with some of the other people that hired that were that were hired um, that hired Ghislaine Maxwell. Right. None of them. We still don't know who they are. They're probably still using that Lolita Express and going down and, and raping girls down there. I don't I don't know what Eric Chimarell is about, but, you know, clearly. This is this is this is an FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, intentionally going after innocent Americans for their politics at the expense of child trafficking and child sexual sexual ex, uh, exploitation. And let me remind you, before I take a break and bring in Tom DeBacar to discuss this further, let me remind you that some of the U.S. Olympic team gymnasts, including Ali Raisman, I believe, specifically called out the FBI in congressional hearings that they refused to investigate the sexual predator Larry Nasser. They allowed her and I don't know how many other U.S. Olympic gymnast to continue for years to be sexually assaulted. And what were they doing in the meantime? We know they weren't solving any terrorist plot against this country. No, they were spying at the time that they were uh, they were refusing to investigate Larry Nasser while he was continuing to sexually assault young female gymnast. That's at the same time period that the FBI was going after Donald J. Trump. The FBI needs to be completely dismantled brick by brick. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Tom DeBacaro, famed author, former head of the Republican Party in California, senatorial candidate, attorney. So much, so much that, that Tom is qualified for to speak on this topic. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing on with what I agree with my next guest, Tom DeBacaro. I was telling you guys that uh, this is the story of the year, if not decades. Uh, this is far more scandalous, in my opinion, than anything that was related to water- Watergate. And um, Tom DeBacaro, author of The Divided Era, as well as other books, from he's got many articles that you can read everywhere, including Political Vanguard, former head of the Republican Party in California, former senatorial candidate, joins me now to continue this discussion. Um, so, uh, and welcome, Tom. Hey, hey, always great to be on. Thanks. Thank you. Well, let me let me tell you let me tell you what I shared so far. Um, what I shared so far about is who this FBI special agent is, Steve Friend. Um, that he's not a Trump supporter. This is this is a twelve year vet. That's just like I uh, I took an oath to uphold the Constitution, and he objected to the uh, the uh, violation of subjects' rights under the Sixth Amendment to fair trial and Eighth Amendment. I have not had a chance to get into some of the specifics of his allegations. That's where I'm at now. When you texted me today, you said this was the story of the year. Why? Well, you know, recently I wrote about how the FBI and the DOJ want to get into the business of deciding who can be president. They allowed Hillary to run by not charging her. And, of course, they're all over Donald Trump. And they treat Republicans brutally, Peter Navarro, as compared to, uh, and I think Peter was on your show last night or tonight. Last night. Last night. Yeah. So, uh and they let Democrats off. 
okay, but you only, we only saw that from the outside, right? Mm -hmm. We looked at results and could see that. What this whistleblower complaint does is show what's happening on the inside in enormous detail. Yes. Mind you, you know, I've been an attorney. I get declarations all the time from people that I don't uh, necessarily, I mean, when you get the detail, but they're not this much detail. And he exposes exactly how politicized the FBI is and how they're going after those on the right all of which in violation, not only of what he's discussing, but the Fourth Amendment as well, mm-hmm. because the Fourth Amendment says, this, step back, this country was founded to get away from centralized government. And in the old days, there was something in England called bills of attainder, where the king would call out someone's name, say so-and-so, and essentially tell his create a bill of attainder and tell his forces to go after, find this guy, put him in jail, create a crime, whatever it is. So the Fourth Amendment we had, Third and Fourth Amendment, Third Amendment, no stationing of troops in your house, which is essentially bugging in the modern era. And the Fourth Amendment, you can't go after someone unless you have probable cause. Well, what he did is establish that the FBI is not going after people for a probable cause. What they're doing is criminalizing political activities, breaking their own rules to do it, and creating this false narrative of this danger of terrorism on the right in this state. And this should be the biggest thing of the year. And there isn't any politician in Washington on the right who shouldn't be working on this to expose it even more. Right. Absolutely. We're talking to Tom DeBacaro. Um, you know, his resume list is quite long, um, but definitely go to Political Vanguard. You can read his articles everywhere, including Fox Nation. Let's get into some of these specifics, Tom, because you're right. I mean, usually we're able to judge uh, the politicization, the, um, you know, the fact that we've got a two-tiered justice system by who's prosecuted and who's not. But some of these specifics here, I already mentioned the one um, that they're manipulating FBI case management protocol by farming out January 6 cases to field offices across the country to create a false impression that we've got a nationwide crisis uh, with domestic violence uh, problem from MAGA people. Um, and he says, as a result, he was listed as a lead agent in cases that he was he had not investigated and, and uh, that his supervisor had not signed off on in violation of FBI policy. Here's one that really, um, really sure. ca- caused me some Honor concern. H- hang on. FBI domestic terrorism cases are being opened on innocent American citizens who were nowhere near the Capitol on January 6th based on anonymous tips to an FBI hotline or from Facebook spying on their messages. These tips are turned into investigative tools called guardians after the FBI software that collates them. That's chilling. And that reminds me of this woman who was on Tucker, Lisa Gallagher. That's what happened to her when FBI agents showed up at her home to intimidate her and her children at 7 a.m. Okay, so a couple of really dangerous things here. Facebook, on its own accord, was looking at people's private messages and turning them over to the FBI. So if you can hear my voice or, or yours, they should never put, they, shouldn't, they should stop using Messenger at all costs. You certainly shouldn't put anything political in Facebook Messenger. That's number one. And by the way, Facebook, 
Facebook did this willingly. The FBI asked them. There's no probable cause from the FBI point of view. You don't get to go out under our Constitution in the old days and say, hey, give us all your information and we'll go after people. It was supposed to be the other way around, mm-hmm. right? And then the people nowhere near the Capitol. I'm sorry. And then they also expanded the area where they claimed, even if you didn't go in, if you were in a certain region, which heretofore was not an issue, now they're doing that as well. Right. Well, let me explain that. Let me explain that. So what they're doing post facto, after the fact, they're claiming that perimeters outside of the Capitol was a no-go zone. Yes. After the fact. So So that they can expand the range of people that they can go after to prosecute. Think about that for a moment. So people showed up at a rally and exercising their First Amendment right to peacefully protest, to assemble, to, to, to speak, didn't commit any crime, didn't even go into the Capitol. And now, and on that day, it was lawful to be there. They've now made that area unlawful so that they can come and find people to prosecute. That is should be at the that should be on the Chiron. That should be the number one story everywhere in this country, Tom DeBacaro, and nobody's talking about it but you and me. Yeah, well, New York Post put the article. You can get it. Well, up that's true. Miranda Devine, the same woman who put out about Hunter Biden until Twitter Twitter took took that down. But I mean, like TV. I'm not seeing it on my monitors tonight. I I don't understand that either. I was like blown away that 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 wasn't happening. But this is a complete subversion of the American system. And why I've always said, look, as a historian, I tell people, no big government is free from corruption. All big governments are corrupt. I'm not saying the president necessarily is corrupt, but big power, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely, Lord Acton. The FBI has had absolute power to do things because it goes unchecked. They've gotten away with the Hillary Trump thing because there was nobody paid a price for that that we know of. And so they're emboldened because they think they can get away with this. Well, because they have. Yes. Even this latest expansion. And if if our representatives don't make the biggest deal possible out of this, I know Jim Jordan is preparing these things and he says, I think, 18 whistleblowers or whatever it is but this has to be pursued or our system is completely undermined and and it's not remember the fbi also got credit cards and all these things they facial recognition whether you did stuff or not remember people were waved into the capitol i have no sympathy for the people who broke into pelosi's office and stole things or went up on the rostrum but if you were still still that's still not an insurrection that still wasn't worthy uh, of what of people being held without bail, not being allowed to go home because they still refused to accept the outcome of an election because basically they held a belief uh, that, that that a judge didn't like. But but a couple of other specifics from him. He says the FBI intends to prosecute everyone, even peripherally associated with January 6th and another wave of Jan 6 suspects are about to be referred 
to the FBI's Daytona Beach resident agency, quote, for investigation and arrest. It's going to be, um, he says, the Jacksonville area was inundated with those, quote, guardian notifications, which is tips that they got from uh, Facebook messages. And the FBI agents were dispatched to conduct surveillance and knock on people's doors, including people who had not even been in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Um, and so if, if, if this guy's right, this isn't just Daytona Beach that's going to be doing this. This is going to be all across the country. A hundred percent. You have no Until this whistleblower thing, we, we didn't really know this was going on, and we had no idea of the reach. This guy's saying the reach is really the limit, but meaning you can go anywhere. But what's important here is that it is so politically motivated. They're not just picking on people who may have gone in there and caused property damage. And there's laws related to that. But my concern is, remember, there's this mystery man that the FBI. Ray Epps. Yes, that kind of thing. Now, and there was questions of, did the FBI have people planted? Were they da-da-da-da-da? All these issues now come back into play because these whistleblowers make it very clear that they're willing to overreach and do wrong after the fact. Why should I, and after their performance the last X amount of years, why should anyone believe in them? And by the way, when, look, I lost my writing job at Forbes years ago for doing the expose timeline on the DOJ. I remember. Uh, and Fox, by the way, helped me with my, article on um, them being trying to choose presidents. So, you know, they were actually helpful in the process. But look, I have no doubt that the FBI has a file on me. I, despite being a trusted traveler with TSA, I never get that status on an actual flight anymore. Oh, is that why it hasn't been showing up on my boarding passes? The last two, I don't know, last, I don't know how many times I've flown, the TSA pre-check didn't show up. Uh, yeah, I haven't had it since COVID. When I was abroad in, in Italy getting $100 in cash, I had to go through a secondary Oh, wait, okay, oh, wait, hold, hold, up, hold up now. We're going to take a break in a minute. Are we really supposed to be feeling sorry for Tom Dell as he's talking about his Italy trip and getting some cash as he's hanging out there eating the well, best pasta in the world, sipping on glorious vino? I mean, please. Me, when there's a computer picture of me suggesting money laundering internationally, oh. yes. Okay, all right, yes, I will give you sympathy for that. You lost me for a moment with Italy. You lost me for a moment. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this discussion. Even if nobody else is talking about this tonight, this is super important and you guys need to make sure other people hear this interview. So be sure that you you uh, share this. We're going to post the podcast and you'll be able to share it. Stay tuned. More with Tom DeBacaro on the FBI nationwide politicization and attempt to persecute and prosecute MAGA. Stay tuned. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing on my discussion with Tom DeBacaro about the shocking revelations 
from uh, FBI whistleblower Special Agent Steve Friend, uh, who has laid out in excruciating detail the weaponization of the FBI and their plan to go after MAGA. Basically, it's 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 the implementation of the ideology that was behind Joe Biden's speech in the satanic Philadelphia uh, backdrop. Uh, can, Tom DePicaro has stayed with me. Um, so, Tom, Andrea, Andrea yeah. keep in mind that the New York AG campaigned mm-hmm. saying she would get Trump. Yep. Again, a Fourth Amendment violation. There was, she didn't have evidence of it, but what she did was start an investigation to find something wrong. That, that was her was campaign we, promise. Her whole campaign uh, platform was about targeting an individual in this country for politics. And I can't seem to understand why the idiots, the useful idiots, to use a political term of Democrats, why they seem to feel as though this is a good thing. It's like they don't understand that this could happen to them at any time. It always that's how this stuff ends when you have this kind of tyranny. This isn't new. Yeah. There's nothing progressive about this, right? No, it's it, it's authoritarian. It, it, it the excess of all governments perish by excess of their basic principle, meaning the abuse of the system. So now they 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 want no electoral college. They want people voting and changing the laws willy nilly. And in that process, you give more and more you vote more and more power to government, and then you extinguish the Democrat or Republic experiment and turn into authoritarian, which is where we are now. That's a clear Fourth Amendment violation, and he should go to court and say none of this. She did this all uh, promising. The same thing is happening to these people. There is, if, if you were there in Washington that day and you went to the speech and you walked around, there's no evidence that you committed a crime. But now we're seeing it's almost as if they're planting evidence or manipulating it to create crimes for people. And well, that's exactly what they're doing. When they, that's exactly what they're doing when they're declaring a perimeter that was legal to walk around the day they were there. And now they've made it illegal so that the, that they can now charge people with a crime. I mean, that that should shock the conscience. That's worse than entrapment. That's worse yeah. than entrapment. That's not entrapment. That's basically just manufacturing a crime so that you can just target people for their politics. That this is Which happening is in the post facto. Which was also unconstitutional. Absolutely. And this man, um, you know, uh, what they put him through as he tried to raise his objections within the FBI, um, they put him through each level of supervisors he went through. They put him through like Mao's struggle sessions. Right. They asked him at one point if he believed this is I want you I want you guys to hear me because this is how deep in the FBI the political ideology and authoritarianism and commitment to the state they have. The, his supervisors asked him if he believed any January 6th rioters committed crimes, and he replied, some of the people who entered the Capitol committed crimes, but others were innocent. He says he elaborated that he believed some innocent inv- individuals had been unjustly prosecuted, convicted, and sentenced. 
His supervisor then asked, this was Charles uh, Colt Markovsky, special agent in charge, Colt Markovsky and Sean Ryan. So Markovsky then asked him if the January 6th rioters, quote, who killed police officers should be prosecuted, even though that never happened. Never happened. Friend points out, friend points out there were no police officers killed on January 6th. And Markovsky told him he was being a bad teammate. Teammate, yes. Right. Wow. And eventually he loses his job, which. And his security clearance. Yeah. Which means he has a big lawsuit against the government. But this is the groupthink mentality of police states. You're not a good teammate. Should he added comrade at the end of that? Right. Because that's exactly what what the Nazis talked about. And that's what happens in in uh, um, in Russia. Listen, I, I, whenever I hear Biden or anyone say, say you can trust government, Thomas Paine, common sense, mm-hmm. ignited a country along with Patrick Henry by not by saying government isn't to be trusted because they will take your freedoms away. So anytime you hear someone saying, um, oh, you should just trust government, no, you should be a skeptic. I'm not an anarchist, but I also know that government is massive today. The FBI for years collected data on people. You, you remember when the Biden, now the Obama administration, James Clapper lied about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, you know, that kind of thing. So what else are they lying about? Now, look, I get we're in a more dangerous world, right? And so the risks are higher. The Internet has changed things. If you watch. Yeah, but the, the, but, uh, but but yeah, I, it, the risks are higher. But those were the excuses that were used for the Patriot Act. Right. And so that they basically used that the the Islamic terrorist attack and, and to do the Patriot Act, which then refused to look at Islamic terrorists and instead under the guise of we can't racially profile and we've got to take Islam out of Islamic terror, we start having um, senators and little old ladies from Iowa being felt up at the airport. It was all a ruse, right? And that started and that started with George W. Bush. I want to mention it's it's now gone from not only are you not allowed to question, but if you question the government you're under threat. That's ultimately what this is about. Because what was happening on January 6th, people were questioning the government and their role in our elections. And the idea is, is to break our backs, to intimidate. Um, some people, I don't have time to get into it, but Megyn Kelly, I was going to play this clip, but Megyn Kelly did an interview in which she says that she's heard that Trump's not going to run in 2024 because of the legal bills. And I thought, Trump aside, this will break the backs of everyday average MAGA by killing them with legal bills, right? Um, well, and that's happened to a lot of my friends who did nothing wrong, by the way. Right. But but they but this is they want to intimidate and stop people from getting involved. Look, the, the security taking gov, government taking away freedom because of alleged security things is one of the oldest laws of history. Mm-hmm. And it's no different here. It's one of the reasons why Franklin talked about if you can keep it, right? Yeah. Because you just, if the, the day you hand government power is the day you allow them to do things you don't intend. And you're right, these civil libertarians from the 60s have now become 
really dangerous in their views. Yeah, we need to get rid of the FBI because Christopher Wray um, has been uh, been um, uh, exposed as the person who, when he gave his year's final report, removed any concerns from agents in all 56 field offices across the country that the FBI had become too politicized in its decision making. We've got the Fox uh, guarding the hen house and they need to be completely dismantled. And I'm sick of hearing Republicans saying uh, we've got to rein them in. You can't rein in somebody who controls the investigation and all the evidence surrounding it. It's time that they be dismantled. There was a time in our country where the FBI, we didn't need them. We, if we've got, we've got enough technology that quite, that quite frankly wasn't being used to stop 9-11 where we, you know, a, a state, uh, state police, the marshals can communicate with interstate crimes. We don't need the FBI. They are a force against freedom. They are, they see us as enemies of the state. And quite frankly, I am. If that means, if by definition, as an enemy of the state, I'm somebody that questions outcomes of elections and believes in limited government and believes in individual freedom. If that makes me an enemy of the state, and apparently it does to the FBI, then I'm an enemy of the state. They need to be completely dismantled along with the IRS and the Department of Education and the EPA. Uh, 30 seconds, your final thoughts, Tom DeBacaro. The reason this is the story of the year is because of the enormous detail involved with this. Um, you're never going to get a special counsel out of Biden, but the, the Republicans in Washington, D.C. cannot hold, uh, cannot shy away from this. They have to pursue this, expose this, and and reduce the power of government plain and simple. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being here. You're in so many different places. You've got so many books. To, you know, tell everybody how where you want them well, to go and what go you want them to read. Yeah, go to politicalvanguard.com. See this story from the New York Post in the at the top. And you can also read right there my article on Fox about how the DOJ and FBI want to determine who should be president. Thanks right. so much. Thank you for being here. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because when we come back, we've got more to talk about. What's his name? Say his name. Right? Kaylor Ellingson. We're going to talk about him when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. How about talking about something for a moment? A little lighthearted. Last night I asked the question, uh, if you could do anything, sky's the limit without fail, what would it be? And we got some interesting responses. Here's a couple from uh, emails that I got last night after the show. Um, one listener said, um, what would it be? An honest politician. Wouldn't that be refreshing? Right. Um, another one said, um, this is in follow up to something I said. She says, Andrea, you started to say it. Take out these anti-American socialist commies along with all the rest of the all of the deep state and their followers. P.S. She says, you're a riot. Thank you for what you always have to share with us all. Thank you. Thank you guys for emailing me. Love you all. Um, You thought of something new, too, right? I did. Just based off of those two, I was thinking about that. And, you know, it may not I would love to be up in space. But what I would love even more would be to if I could do anything to completely 100 percent fraud proof these elections. Mm, Good goal. Good goal. In, in in retrospect, last night I had trouble thinking of something. If I knew I could do something, sky's the limit without fail, what would it be? Buy a Mega Millions ticket. 
We always talk about it. We always think about it. <laughs> never, never buy the ticket. Uh, well, and, but but it would need to be the winning ticket seat. That's what it would be. Pick the pick the numbers for the winning Mega Millions. All right. Um, all day, every day, it has been. MAGA are the domestic violence extremist, and we've got to make sure whatever happened on Janu- January 6th on 9-11. Well, it's not every day. It's been ramping up. On 9-11, we had MAGA. I think that was even after, after Biden's uh, satanic speech in Philadelphia. They were, they were saying, Kamala Harris included, that MAGA was worse than Islamic terrorists. Can you believe that? At worse. They've gone on to say Biden's speech, Kamala's speech, others, uh, that we're the ones that we use violence against those for politics, for power. Yet it's crickets, crickets and has been for two days now uh, that a North Dakota man admitted to, not even allegedly anymore. I'm not going to say he's been accused. He admitted to mowing down an 18 year old because of a, quote, political argument. His name is Shannon Brandt, 41, and he was released on bail. He used his car as a weapon. It would have been no different if he had pulled out a gun and shot this kid in the head. And oh, by the way, he was driving drunk, released on bail. He complained. He was that to, to, to the court in the court hearing um, Monday. He said he didn't understand the charges against him. And he objected to the bail amount. The reason why he didn't uh, uh, understand the charges against him is because he said that this kid was part of a, a Republican far-right extremist group. So all the messaging, when you've got the crime wave, when, you've, when, when you were sending the message over and over and over that to the lefties, that they have the right to behave however they want and enact whatever act of violence they want against the right for, for political reasons, then they're going to do it. It's not the Republican Party and and MAGA that ran around the streets of America in the summer of 2020, burning things down and beating up people and killing people. It was the left and they felt entitled and they were rewarded for it by Republicans included with Juneteenth Day. George Floyd resisted arrest, criminal thug, held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly and got six funerals when you couldn't go to a funeral to see your grandmother. City uh, country burned down over that guy and media won't even mention this young man's name who was murdered and slaughtered for his politics. Where is the Department of Justice hate crimes division? We need this to be declared a hate crime. Y'all know I hate hate crimes legislation. All it does is elevate one class of people, particularly of a certain color over everybody else. And it puts a target on the back of kids like this. And by the way, uh, you know, I, I'm not one to guess somebody's ancestry. I'm, I'm not sure if he's Italian or what he is, but, you know, he's he's darker skinned than I am. But whatever whatever his ancestry is. He's a young man that didn't deserve to be to be murdered at 18. And this guy says he didn't understand the charges. Of course, he didn't understand the charges because he just did what, you know, what. But, you know, he responded. Basically, basically, he's saying that you know, this is what's OK to be done against these what about the last 2020 2016 election when people were wearing the Make America Great Again hats, they were getting mauled in the street. Yeah. Kids being attacked. But yet we're the extremists. We're the extremists. And then he also objected to the bail amount. He says, I have a job, a life, and a house, and things I don't exactly want to see go by the wayside. I mean, the sense of entitlement to just murder somebody for politics because, because it's a conservative, it's a MAGA kid, 
and thinking that he shouldn't have any, con- he shouldn't bear any price for that, is a direct result of what we're hearing from those on the left. Say his name. His name is Kayler Ellingson, and he does look like a young man of color. But whatever his background is, he didn't deserve to be murdered for his politics. Prayers for his family. All right, stay tuned. We got another hour. You ready to be compost in California? I will be, but only for top dollar. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.